Joel and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, the Wurundjeri people and the Kurnagunai people respectively. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official episode of Cinemangs. I'm Madinette, and this is uh, Joel Anderson. I do with uh, that guy, this guy, my <laughs> best best movie boy in the world, Joel. The Anderson. guy that's already interrupting you. Already interrupting me. Good podcasting. Um, all right, so Joel, what did we watch this week? So we watched uh, the 1993 movie Super Mario Bros. Super um, Mario Bros. I keep calling it like Mario Bros, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, but no, it's called yep. Super Mario Bros. Oh, definitely in my head, this movie is called Super Mario Brothers. Yes, yes. <laughs> and every Which time I, I would take... Yeah, you go. Um, I, <laughs> I, I... When I started the movie, obviously, Bob Hoskins, <laughs> Bob Hoskins is like in his 50s, John Leguizamo is like in his early 20s or something. And, and sexy. And, and uh, sexy, yes. It's very, very sexy Luigi in this movie. Very sexy Luigi. Uh, but, like, in the movie, the movie started and, and they, they acknowledged that they were brothers. And I was like, wait a minute. They're brothers? Before we get into that. <laughs> before we get into that. That's a good point. But I have written a little um, description of what the movie is. But mm. I try to frame it in a way that makes the uh, movie sound appealing, at least to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah. Because the movie is not uh, good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Super Mario Bros. 1993 is co-directed by Annabelle Jankel, one of the funniest <laughs> names of all time, and Rocky Morton. is a dis- is a dystopic, multi-dimensional interpretation of the classic damsel in distress story. Filled with psychedelic imagery and radical prop slash creature design, this film is truly unique. Capturing sur- a surrealistic world. Oh, that's not well written at all. Starring the two brilliant character actors, Bob Hoskins and Jog Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Now, it also has. It also stars. This is not a bad cast, like, honestly. No, it's not a, a terrible cast. And a, a lot of, like, pretty good films are in these these people's uh, filmographies. Yeah. And, and, and King Cooper, who is the main yes. villain, yes. is played by Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yeah, which um, he <laughs> now, he uh, he is known best for like Easy Rider and and movies from before we were born for sure. But yeah, yeah. back then I mean, he was he was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it it is. Um, it's just a wonder to me that they got a cast this good for the like shambles that was the production and like so it was done by it was done by Hollywood Pictures right, which is a kind of like. Um, subsidiary of uh, Walt Disney Pictures so that they were like they were posed to create uh, movies that were a little bit for a little bit more of a <laughs> for a more of an adult uh, audience to so be fair to be they fair did, yeah they got a pretty good cast but they two people that were meant to play Mario or were uh, slated to play Mario were Danny DeVito and Tom <laughs> Hanks Oh my god. Tom Hanks, they turned, they turned him down because, they actually turned him down because he was in a slump in his career. I see. Um, He was just, he was just going to go on to uh, do Philadelphia, which is like a brilliant film about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, about, we won't go into that, but Mm -hmm. um, 
Danny DeVito read the script <laughs> and then turned it down, <laughs> which I find fucking hilarious because yes. Danny DeVito is is to me like amazing, and 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 the worst part about the, this movie to me is also is the script, but yeah yeah. I, but, I actually haven't haven't read the script. I I do want to do that just for personal entertainment. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, oh so my god! Before we before we get too into production, let's just talk about like um, impressions of the movie. Like, how did, well, how did you feel our experience, after the end of this movie? I want to talk about the, no. I want to talk about our experience before okay. watching the movie. Like, okay, our yes, history yeah. with the music yeah, movie. Sure. So, yeah. so I had never even seen this film once. Yeah. I always for a long time knew that it was like meant to be this this like really good bad movie that you would you could laugh at and and we both listened to another podcast that would talk about it a fair bit the comedy button and i remember always seeing it on the video shelves at the local uh dvd rental yes yes i remember that too and being like yeah, all right, but I'm going to get Indiana Jones instead, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty glad that I made that decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, um, and uh, like, I, this movie is very, like, of its time. You can mm-hmm. see the influences. Like, they, it really bleeds its own influences. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, one good, like, uh, realistic example of that is that uh, David L. Snyder was uh, was the art director in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was also the art director of Blade Runner. Oh no, kidding! <laughs> yeah, no shit! Wow, How, that, yeah, that which makes just a lot like if, yes, it makes perfect That's fucking hilarious. sense. What yeah. a strange turn in that man's career. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's funny you say that it bleeds its influences because uh, the one main influence, which is you know. Mario. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> I actually all right so we'll talk about that more yeah. I think but but my my like uh overall thought was that honestly if you're gonna make some sort of a 90s like interpretation of a video game this is the first video game movie that yeah. ever came out other than yeah. like animated films yeah um <laughs> I don't think that it's that bad like I don't think it is as bad as people say, but only because when I try to think of like how I would turn Super Mario Bros into a movie, mm. I'd, <laughs> I I'm I'm grasping at straws. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the answer is that you don't do it. And if you do, you get this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. makes- well, so yeah, I I didn't I expected it to be more of a like great bad movie like um like troll 2 which is just my favorite great bad movie um Mm. and but this one like this one it's it's really teetering on that line between good bad movie and just bad movie like i really the movie is an hour and 44 minutes long and it felt like three hours like i I had exact opposite experience I had four pages of notes, and more than oh, wow. once I wrote. More than once I wrote, "When the fuck will this movie end?" <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, I only like normally when I watch a movie, I'll take one or two breaks to yep. do some, do like eat a meal or whatever I know it I is. I said, "Yep," like that was normal. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, not every movie, um, okay. but but uh, definitely a movie like this, I'll do that. Mm, and I okay. only took one break. Which I didn't even really need to take, but um, I I found it like 
it really flew by to me. Like, it flew by. Interesting. Like, okay. I, I, and I'm not saying that it was good. It isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I found it very easy to watch. Okay. And, and it just hits all that, like, 80s... But even though it's a 90s film, it hits, to me, all those 80s, like, like uh, set stones that a lot of films from the era had. And Absolutely. I'm just like, I'm just like, well, there's sexism and there's, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's like a rich guy that's a villain and then yeah, 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 and he's just like purely <laughs> evil, like he's just so one-dimensional. <laughs> well, there's, there's the guy in the, um, the overworld, or I guess the yeah, yeah. The, so the, the, we, we'll refer to, we'll dude, refer to. The, if this is a movie a about dimensions, right? <laughs> he gets turned yeah, into yeah. a fucking monkey. <laughs> <laughs> When he does, sorry, we'll go back to that in a second, but, like, he gets turned into a monkey. And, and the shot Cooper is so says, long. Cooper just says, monkey. <laughs> he gets turned into the monkey, and then they leave the camera on him for literally, like, yes. two minutes of just this monkey just, like, looking around and shit. Oh, that's very Oh, funny. my God. It's probably not two minutes, but it felt that long. Like, no, I was like, yeah, a- we get it. He's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I loved that he was a monkey. But but also, it, it, as I said, it bleeds its influences. You yeah. can tell that this is like meant to be uh, Indiana Jones bla- meets Blade Runner meets uh, not Super Mario Bros meets <laughs> like all sorts of things meets like you know the classic nineties uh, love story that takes place in way too short of an amount of time. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just, totally. just seems yeah. the most like most unrealistic thing ever. Yeah, yeah. but. I want to go through our notes because you said you had four pages of yeah, notes. Yeah, I have four. Pa- I'm not going to read out every dot point. Oh, I'm just for sure, try and for sure. Some of the highlights. I have but, two pages um, of notes. Okay. And I've egg, I've egg lighted. <laughs> I've highlighted um, the <laughs> the best things, and I say egg light because one of the best things was the egg, <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> of the, the film. The, yes. <laughs> and the nun, she looks at it and she just goes, ooh. <laughs> I was just oh, like shit. immediately after like the little animated bit at the beginning, which I actually <laughs> thought was pretty cool. Like, I if thought that, it was it was kind of cool, but it was if, also terrible. If the movie <laughs> had continued just... to like capture that sort of like you know yeah that sort of feel, then it yeah. would have been a way better movie. But yeah, but immediately after that, it goes straight away from being a Mario movie. It, yes. Immediately, it's just like a woman running down and, and throwing an egg at a well, not throwing an egg, but placing the egg, <laughs> placing the egg, yes. placing an egg in front of a monastery and running away into some like tunnel. Which you know, looking back, obviously, obviously they, they take a lot of like the things that are in Mario, like a pipe or a mushroom. And just, yeah, and just he reinterpreted it in such a weird fucking yes. way. Yeah. Yes, can I just say all of the all of the mushrooms, which in Mario, if listeners haven't played it, the mushrooms are like very nice and cutesy and like reserved. In this, it's just like the mushroom is just like gross fabric everywhere, and then the dad, who is apparently responsible for the gross sentient mushroom fabric is just disgusting. He's just so fucking gross. I I just... Oh, he's so disgusting. Well, I, um, I thought that that's... I, I literally replayed that exact scene three yeah. times. Just, because you loved it? Just, not because I loved it, because I, I was just so blown away by the fact that they chose to put that <laughs> in yes. this movie. The decision yes. to make the king turn into... 
a slime monster that inhabited the world, which in the game is meant to represent all the, like, mushrooms and, like, different... I don't even really know. (laughs) Other than the mushroom thing. There's a connection between, like, toads and, like, the toad kingdom and then, like, the mushrooms, which I never really thought of that. That's kind of fucked up. They (laughs) don't even um, get into the fucking toads, which is, you know... Everyone's favorite part of yeah yeah I mean Toad Toad Mario. is one character who is like a street vendor and then he has a spiral ha- uh, ah. haircut because this is meant to be like weird yeah so and oh then, and yeah then Toad gets turned into a Goomba very early in the movie and then yep. he, he, he they put a they put a harmonica around his neck <laughs> and that's how we identify him from yes. the other Goombas yeah which is I want an action figure of that character like yeah, no other thing fun. let's I, talk I about that say, yeah so let's talk about the Goombas. The Goombas. Goombas. Alright, so So, did you kind of, like, realise how the Goombas worked? Because I kind of picked it up almost immediately. Like, what they were. So, they're a puppet, but they're literally just a a rather tall man in, like, a costume that makes his hand, his neck, and he's holding his hand above his head. Wow. And then puppeteering. So, <laughs> interesting, you know, interesting. so that's why they're like so tall and also the heads are tiny because the head is just a hand puppet yeah right 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 and it's just yeah. a, a full man or a woman in in a suit yeah right and, which the actual like expressiveness of the puppets i found like pretty damp good honestly the puppets I, in this I movie are not fun. bad other than the yeah. fact that the goombas are just like disgusting terrible yeah. Which, okay, so let's just talk about the costumes because the Goombas and a lot of the other costumes <laughs> and animatronics are actually really fun and quite uh, good, except for when they're not. Like They're the, fun. So, they're definitely fun. <laughs> yeah, can I just... I just So I, something I really had a problem with because there there is some fun costumes and, like, the CGI is pretty bad, but, you know, it's early 90s, whatever. Um, and... Cooper turns into this, what looks like this awesome, weird, disgusting, creepy monster right at the end, which he was apparently evolved into at, like, in during the first act, and then there's, like, a couple of hints of him being that monster, and then, for some reason, at the end, he turns fully into that monster, but for, like, one or two seconds, for, like, <laughs> one shot, and he looks awesome, and then he gets melted into slime. So, now- they, it's like they, they, they did the CGI for him, and yeah. then they were like, well, these this one shot cost us this much money, I don't think we yes. can do a lot more. Which, money is another thing I want to talk about, because the, I've got some interesting comparisons the, um, Well, make. they ran out of money, they ran out of money probably from that exact effect. That was probably, probably the last money that this movie had. Yeah, and, uh, but I mean... And I found that fact, uh, effect, like, uh, for, for its time, very, uh... Good. It's the context. <laughs> uh, it's the context yeah. that it's in that makes it yeah. so bad. Like if this was like it in like a really good movie, and they had the the de-evolution concept, which I thought was like pretty cool concept. If they yeah. had like that CGI of someone de-evolving, done in a slightly better way, it w- it was good enough. I yeah. found. I, I think yeah. it really worked. Yeah. And. And the the bit with the slime hits the floor is just like, it's it's just such a horrible contrast between the like, relatively low res CGI and then immediately it's it's a slime. I know, yeah, it's <laughs> just, just real slime. Yeah, yeah, that was so. I actually thought, yeah, some of the um, costumes, the Goombas, I think were pretty cool. Like they were. Um, I I found it kind of strange that like there were these like 
green egg goombas with shark teeth, and then some of them were just like snakes. <laughs> Which, I, uh, the fact they're that they were goombas. just like not explained. <laughs> well, the goombas are just snakes. Yes. <laughs> some of the goombas, are, they just have like snaky heads. Um, but they're, they're all reptilian, which a goomba is not. Yes, Obviously, yeah. like this is, yeah. this is, like the 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 weirdest decision about this movie, other than like making it multi-dimensional, yeah. is the f- the the whole like de-evolution and dinosaur yes. aspect. Yes, the dinosaurs. I, I think dinosaurs. I want to ask you what you think like the process for writing this was because I imagine they sat down, did some sort of psychedelic drug. <laughs> played the game for one night, had like a really yes. good time, probably sank like a few beers and stuff. Yeah. And then and then and then they they took that information they gained from that, like the vague memory they had of that, and put those things in the film. And then yep. they just tried to make the film around all those little set pieces. Yep. Like, for example, the mushroom or the the Princess Daisy or or having the like red and green dr- jumpsuits. But that Yeah. So can I? Can we also just talk about <laughs> Mario, and, Mario and Luigi's costumes? First of all, they're just wearing like normal, just plumber, normal man's clothes for most of the movie, and then they go to this weird nightclub, and <laughs> Luigi is wearing a bright red suit. Luigi's yeah. wearing a bright red suit, and Mario's wearing a bright yellow suit. I, I had exactly the same thought, <laughs> and then yeah. eventually, eventually, they do get like jumpsuits of their color. Yeah, these, but these why? Why? Why do they? Wanted them to cosplay as mustard and tomato sauce. I don't for- know. <laughs> they are condiments, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this whole like bar scene is meant to be longer in the original like in the original cut of the movie, I which see. is one of the reasons it's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it is very weird. It is like the whole scene where he's dancing with uh with the big the big Bertha. Oh, um, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. That she might be the best part of the movie. It's but. so, it's so, yeah, just one of the many weird decisions. <laughs> it's, it's such a. What is she meant to be like? What is she meant to be? Yes. So, so, so when when they first get to the alternate dimension, I saw um the, the like the word thwomp as like a, a neon sign, and I was like, oh, so is Thwomp just like a, a, a bar that they just put in with this one shot, and that's the only mention of Thwomp? And then we get these boots that Big Bertha is wearing, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she is supposed to be Thwomp, but then she, but then the Thwomp boots are not Thwomp boots, they're like super jump boots or something that are powered by bullet yep. bills, and Bertha, her name is Big Bertha, who I don't believe is Mario character, so... <laughs> Just a just a funky one, you know. Just a strange yeah. decision. So weird. The the whole boots thing is so yeah, weird. I f- feel like they they in this like you know session they had where they they played the game. They saw the fact that Mario could jump real nice, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "We need to have some sort of vehicle, some sort of like way of of getting him to have a legitimate jump, or them yes. to have a legitimate jump." Yeah, and, and it was just like. It was like in a lot of the props in this movie, like it, it, it I, I see the direction they were going with, and I, I think it's really good, but or good isn't even the best word, but yeah, but it was just kind of just really jankily put together, yeah, like absolutely, like 
the cars, for example, is the best example. There's no body kits on the cars. It's just they ripped parts off a car and yeah. then added weird other stuff so, and said, so, oh, there you go, that's what another Dimensions car I, would look like. I, like <laughs> I, I, I think the cars were, like, they were this sort of weird inconsistency where I first I saw some of the cars in the street and I was like, oh, cool, so these alternate dimension super creative cars are just normal cars not. with, like, a block, oh, a yeah, block exactly. on top of the hood. And then, you see, and then you see the police cars, which have, like, bulldozers on the front and, like, <laughs> yeah, bars for cool. doors and shit. They're actually... The police cars are actually, like, some cool Mad Max shit. I actually Oh, really for like sure. That car. was, like, exactly my thought. Mad Max. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. But this is an ultimate dimension that is yes. that that still has dinosaurs and everyone is lizard people and they've like yes. evolved from lizards. Yeah. Why in the lizard person dimension do they have our cars with just trash strapped to them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It doesn't um, make like it 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 seems like it might be the budget thing, but it seems like a very um they knew what they liked, but they did not know how to execute it. Yes, you know, they, yeah. they really knew what they wanted. They, they probably had, like... I've seen a couple sketches for that. They probably had, like, a cool sketch of, of, of a car that is, you know, misshapen and maybe has some sort of lizard aspect to it. Yeah. But instead, they just got, like, some old Chevys cut yeah. holes in the roof <laughs> and then stuck, like, you know, tinfoil coming out of the side of it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I wanted to uh, quickly run through a couple of the, um, the great goofs courtesy of IMDb. This is not. This episode is not sponsored by IFTP. Um, no. So, in the Italian version of this movie, um, the ending was cut. So, Mario <laughs> and Luigi don't go back to Brooklyn in the Italian version of this movie. <laughs> Which that's all the Which, information I have about that. That's probably the because when they're back in Brooklyn, that's probably because when they were back in Brooklyn, he's making the pasta sauce. And they probably just found that really offensive, because honestly, yeah, it was it was pretty offensive. He's <laughs> like, Luigi, come get your pasta sauce. Why are you so worried about this girl? Oh, oh my god, I didn't even. Oh, I haven't thought about this since I watched it, but but I have like in a big uh, big uh, big letters. Uh, it sets up for a sequel. <laughs> Yes, the ending yes, of this movie so is I. not an ending of a movie. I it's know, literally I know. just a setup for a it sequel. It's a sequel. It is a sequel. And it's so fun. It's just it's just so clunky too. It's just Yeah. Yeah. Um Yes. So uh another one I've got here. Um so uh, there's there's the scene where Spike and that other fucker what are their fucking names? Spike and, and someone. Um the, the, the goons, I call them. I refer the to them in my sure, notes as the, the goons. goons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the goons it, that eventually become uh, super intelligent and yes, try so, to yeah, take so, down... Yeah. So when they become super intelligent, um, the way that the uh, screenwriters show them to be super intelligent um, is they have Spike or, or one of them get out of the chair and then say the square root of, of 26,481. It's, it's, it's wrong, isn't it? It is wrong. He says 191, but it's actually 162.73. Um, so someone just fucked that. <laughs> Why didn't they check it? Why? I don't know. And I and I, I was thinking when that they started saying all their terribly written lines that were meant yeah. to make them seem smart. smart I was gonna yeah. I was thinking that if you were a kid you probably wouldn't know what you're saying. But oh, if totally. you're you, yeah. you know if you're a grown adult, 
or even you know I don't want to say like a high IQ or anything like that. Just just, just a, a person, person, just a person. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. Not only do you understand like all of it, you you just like oh yeah okay. This is not like this. It's such bad writing. Like it that bit, bit it really shows how bad the writing is. It is. Um, speaking of bad writing, uh, there is a point where Mario and Luigi are driving away to escape Cooper, and uh, they're driving down like the alternate dimension highway, <laughs> and they drive into a tunnel, and the tunnel has a sign that says "tunnel." Uh, it says "warning: tunnel not finished," but "finished" is spelt incorrectly. <laughs> finished. Finished has two ends. <laughs> Dan um, uh, Dan Castellaneta's name is yes. spelt wrong in the in the in the, in the thing. But I want yes. I want you to. Do you have any quotes that you wrote down? Because I got a couple. No, um, no, I would love to. hear I have one that. one in or oh, two in particular. Uh, one I actually enjoyed was egg sucking son of a snake. But he says, and he says that about himself and it's like, they wrote that, they wrote that and then they just try to like jam it in there because he would never say that about himself. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. But, but they wrote it like, oh, this is a sick line, which most, most of the lines in this movie are meant to be like, you know, showstoppers, but they just fall flat. Like nothing I've ever seen. It's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that that scene is so strange because so that's the <laughs> that's the Cooper pretending to be their lawyer, and they walk in and and they start talking a bit of shit about Cooper, and then like five <laughs> seconds later he's like, "Haha, I was lying the whole time," <laughs> which is like, why why did you? They're in prison. Why did you lie? It's not like they could just well, stand it's up because, and leave because they're like, "Oh, we don't like this guy." It's because he's meant to be Donald Trump, and they <laughs> I see, I see. And they they, they want to get the pathological lying side of the thing in there. I but, see. If only Trump's hair was that cool. Yeah, apparently, like I actually read that. I don't know if I believe it. It might be just people now being like, "Oh, this guy's like Trump," and let's say. Yeah. But but this is also like a very New York cast in a very unork New York uh, based <laughs> film unork <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, unork yeah yeah like uh, there's a couple of scenes film? with so, all of the um, all the women who went missing from Brooklyn and they're just like oh, all God. standing around like ah shit and then at one point one of them they make a joke about like how one of the girls is from Manhattan but she's yeah. still okay or something and that's like okay yeah this, uh, yeah, this cool. movie was really just meant for <laughs> New Yorkers like yeah and um, I, in the lead up to the reveal that all those women had been kidnapped, yeah. um, I, they had like little references. Like uh, one of the goons is like, he's, he's talking about the last four girls. And, and, yes. and when he said that, and he also says, um, he says like something about like just really violent, you know? Something, I can't remember what the quote was, but but I was just like, oh, wow, this movie is like obviously it's of its time but it's just it's just what is it setting up like this is kind of like (laughs) horrible this is very horrible and then yes it it is horrible (laughs) yeah on that a couple times um there was Mario has a few times in this movie where he just threatens to kill people (laughs) he just says he says to someone like I'm gonna break all your bones and then I'm gonna kill him (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that is just another great example of like them trying to have these these really memorable like lines yeah. but none of, none of it is good yeah, literally yeah. not one line in this movie other than Absolutely. other than the ones I wrote down did I remember like at all yes yeah and, yeah. and another one that I wrote down is which is probably like the most ridiculous or I don't even know what the most ridiculous scene is but this is just it doesn't it, it could be taken out 
so easily, and it, I'm not sure why it is in the film, but he's sitting in, in the pit of mud, and it's there. <laughs> the, <laughs> him and his wife are talking. That's not his wife. Oh, his, you she, know, I want to talk about her afterwards, though. Yeah, go. Yeah. Pit of mud. The, the, the red-haired woman. Yes, uh, Nina. Nina. Nina, okay. He says to her, do you know what I like? <laughs> do you know what I love about mud? It's clean and dirty at the same time. And I, 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 I click pause <laughs> on the movie. And I got up and I was just like, "What?" I was just like, you know, <laughs> just screaming to myself in the head, like, "Why? What? what yes. Why?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I, I was a little distracted uh, as he was delivering that line because he's just, he's just sitting in this like long mud bath with Nina and then and then the Goombas oh no the goons Spike and what's his name they just walk they just walk down the steps and into the mud like it's like yep. if you walk in on your boss having a bath with his wife and then you just jump mud in bath. the bath with him mud bath <laughs> well if it's a uh, mud bath then then you know there's the element of, of you know a mud bath is a very joyous thing that you share with your, your friends and family that's but, right but yes. I, I want to break down further the the this line because i think <laughs> you know on the surface level it's obviously terrible because it doesn't make any sense but if you look mm. into it like I, I i have i think it's it's brilliant right he's making his whole thing is like that he's like a germaphobe yeah and yeah, he's yeah, saying yeah, right, right, right. do you know what i like about i love about mud it's clean and it's dirty at the same time it, there's so many meanings to this. Like, for <laughs> the first, the first level of the meaning is that literally really mud, literally mud is dirty, right? It's very Thank dirty. Yep. But yep. it's also right. a cleansing thing. Care. Like people take mud baths, and, and it's a very big thing, and it's very good for your skin. But he also is talking about how he, in his own personal life, like he's a very clean person, but he's also oh. a nasty, nasty man, <laughs> and he likes that. He he relates to the mud. Like he's like. It, mud is like me, you know. I, I'm clean. Like I like to keep myself clean. I, I don't like germs and stuff. But but when it, I when it comes to murdering women and like kidnapping people, like I love that shit. I I, I loved getting down and dirty and and raw and it's it's really like it's it's really like an old old dude bastard lyric. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. You could say that Cooper is basically the old dirty bastard of this whole <laughs> He's a mix of the old dirty bastard and Donald Trump. Is what he is. Donald yeah. Trump. That's right. Donald <laughs> <laughs> <Chonel> Trump. <laughs> um, All right. So something that I I think the thing that I've been laughing about most from this movie is that um so Yoshi <laughs> is this yeah adorable. Yoshi, Yoshi is, yeah, so Yoshi in the actual game is this very, like, soft, rounded, um, like, he is a dinosaur, but he's, like, very cute very and very, very lovely, dinosaur. very cuddly. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, he's just sort of a, like, disgusting actual dinosaur, um, who is, I, I can't Aww. figure it out, but no, no, he, he is quite cute, like, the sound yeah. he makes are quite cute, but, um... The, they've just done something. <laughs> they've done something to this puppet where the the proportions are just wrong. I think the legs are too long and too skinny, and it's just yeah, it's a problem for me. But also, so if you just think of you think of Yoshi from the Mario games, right? Picture him in your head. Yeah, uh, I am. Think about the fact that in this movie, Yoshi gets stabbed. <laughs> Yoshi gets stabbed. 
Someone stabs Yoshi. I can't even fucking remember. Oh, yes, name. yes. But I was Yoshi actually, like, stabbed. appalled by that bit. And he just walks around. He gets stabbed in one shot, and then, like, five or ten minutes later, we see him turn up again, and I think Daisy pulls this knife out of Yoshi. But he just he just rolls around with a knife in, in him for a while. He and takes the hit. It's just... Yeah, but it's... Yeah, it's just not a problem for him. It's just, like, he Yoshi just takes gets stabbed, it. and that's just it. Like... <laughs> um, well, to be fair, like... It doesn't really make sense within the game because the whole thing of Yoshi, Yoshi is he can walk across the spikes. That's what you use them right, for. Right, And And obviously they, they, they love the spikes in this movie. They fill it with spikes. They do. It's yeah. all about the spikes. Yeah. But the one real... Yeah, Daisy touches a spiky <laughs> pillow at one point and pretends, yep. to, pretends to be <laughs> poked by it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, literally the worst acting in this movie I think comes from her. Yes, absolutely. I, I thought at absolutely. the start I was like, oh yeah, this is first of all, this is like right, this is exactly like Matt's type of girl. Secondly, okay, she, well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it just reminded me of uh, the main character from Columbus, for whatever reason. Yeah, a little bit. I really yeah. don't want to connect those two movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, but, Samantha. But Mathis, I thought like, Samantha. yeah, she she is. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, you know, stunning. And so is John Leguizamo. So no wonder they hit it off based on the most weird, abstract sort of, you know, phone... What is it? Like a... a f- they, they meet at, like, the pay, the pay phone. The pay and, phone, and, right. and they the exchange phone. about, like, two sentences worth of words. Yeah. And then immediately they're on their first date <laughs> and immediately they're in, like, love. And it's the craziest yes. thing about this movie to me yes. is how quickly the relationship pro- progresses it but is it is uncomfortable it yeah. is it makes no sense <laughs> yeah. but that's that's also how like a lot of 90s movies fuck for sure right, with their romances and the fact that like you know they're going <laughs> they're going through all this hardship together in the alternate d- dimension and uh, you know she's a princess and it's a 90s movie so the fact that they, yeah. they build their relationship through the action it's it's really it's, it's genius um, it's genius it's uh, also I have a, a retcon uh, that character her name Fiona Shaw's character name her name isn't actually Nina it's Lena ah uh, <laughs> um, okay which I can we can we just talk about her character for a minute the random one yeah why why yeah. why is she there what is she why is she why? there uh, yeah. because they needed to make this movie like slightly more misogynist so they, they they wanted to have like you know they didn't want to put the ball completely in 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 Dennis Hopper's King Cooper's court, so they mm. wanted to make like it even more like an issue for Mario somehow for the Mario brothers to to you know succeed in this in this journey, I and see. they thought how are we gonna do that? Oh, we'll have like a, a really spiteful woman, you know? Yeah. Yeah, She's we'll just, just throw that in there. Spiteful, is she? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I still, I still don't know. I don't really know her like motivations because there's nope. a couple of scenes where they try. Her they motivations try are very surface that. level. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's like a couple times because she insinuates to, or not insinuates, she talks to Daisy about like <laughs> knowing her father, and it's sort of it's, it seems like the conversation is going towards like. <clears throat> Lena's gonna tell Daisy that like I, I'm gonna help you because I knew your father and everything and then she just does a 180 and is like but I need that rock because I've worked too hard she she has a couple of lines about how like I've waited too long for this or I've worked too hard for this or something which you know I, I guess that makes me that because that sort of leans yep, towards I remember the that line. alternate dimension being like this great oppressed peoples you know another and, terrible and, line another really terrible line 
the half of the line it makes no sense. The other half of the line is the most in in like it's just such a weird answer, and 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 I think that really like once there's there's a, a dot point I've written here. It says commentary on fascism and an oppressive society, which is what this movie is. Well, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what that's. <laughs> that's what it is it's not good it's not yeah. good at that at <laughs> yeah. all but that's yeah. what i think they they when they were taking these psychedelic drugs they they were like you know let's stick it to the man yeah let's really true. get him that's let's true. hit him in the solar plexus mm-hmm. and i think that you know from a historical uh standpoint the czar of russia his wife was uh seduced you know by um by rasputin and I think uh, they yes. really drew uh, <laughs> drew inspiration for that, and that's why he, the King Cooper's wife, um, uh, Lena, is, is being like you know, sort of double crossing <laughs> this guy because because you know throughout history th- this sort of thing has happened before, but they do it in just like you know, such a strange, 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 yes. strange, 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 Very strange way. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. There is also there's a uh, Nina dies a couple times. Um, there's one point where she falls on the uh, she falls on some like it's like a electrified net or yes. something on the, I, I the street have, or below the street. I've written something. like like just in big words electrocution, which yeah. I found like if you're a kid watching this movie, that bit of the movie and a couple other bits of this movie are just very disturbing like yeah the sequence <laughs> yes. where where um i'm not sure who it is but they go in the uh the uh de-evolution mach- uh, and evolution machine yeah which is such a set piece in this movie that is mm-hmm. you know has literally nothing to do with the games <laughs> yes it is. but yeah. but but they go in there and they show like this CGI like uh, going back and forth from a human to a, a monster to like a dinosaur. Yeah. And, and and that bit I found like even I've watched like you know pretty horrifying stuff and that bit like you know I was just I was sh- I was shaken. It, it's disgusting. It's honestly <laughs> it is, gross. Yeah. Yes, there is some some very very gross shit going on here. Um. I, just before we get into production, I just want to um, make a couple more small points. Just point out some decisions. Um, so we have Toad Goomba, the one, the one with the the Goomba with the um, the harmonica around his around his neck. And yep. for some reason, I, I still don't know why, but for some reason, uh, there's a point where all of the other Goombas shoot their flamethrowers at him. I don't know why, but they shoot him with flamethrowers. Yep. They, they try to kill him by fire, which is like, first of all. Why the fuck does everyone in this movie have fucking flamethrowers? Well, they set Why? up earlier in the movie that they have, like, an interesting sort of, like, laser weapon thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That when, when they get mugged for the crystal by the old lady, they set up, you know, this, like, you know, interesting prop, which is yeah. a gun. And yeah. then and then obviously the, the police are meant to be, like, you know, what, a, what police are, which is, like, you know, pigs in this movie mm-hmm. and and uh it's a very like you know political comment but also they have flamethrowers that are completely useless yes if, yeah. if for like and they're shooting out the side of the car <laughs> which is obviously like we're going to talk about production but the car scenes in this movie are ridiculous and the added bonus oh. of 
of a flamethrower or multiple flamethrowers yeah. going going off. It's it's really like you know it's really Mad Max where they're just like, oh, okay, they they they've this is actually dangerous. What's going on here is it's an issue. Something yeah, something is- bad. It, it, is bound to happen, you know. There is a scene. And- there is a scene. The the car chase um, at the beginning ish where um, they end up in a police car on top of another car. Um, <laughs> it just there's just points. There's just shots and then in slides that off. car chase where just like there's just like flaming cars just fucking just drive in front of them and just like, they're just cars going everywhere. It's like the world is just going to shit because they're having this car chase. And, and we know from from uh, interviews with uh, John Leguizamo that they were drinking during the entire film of this movie. Yes, yes. And they were also driving these cars around the <laughs> set. So, so like, obviously there's a few, um, not obviously, but there is a few, like, on-set injuries that happened, include, including uh, uh, Bob Hoskins breaking his arm, which oh is then God. then in a cast for the rest of the movie that's painted pink. Um, really? I don't know did if you, you spotted that. that. Yeah, oh, uh, here's, here's, that. here's the thing from IMDb. During a chase scene, Bob Hoskins broke his finger, his finger, okay, when the van's door slammed on his hand. <laughs> so obviously he's drunk. Yeah. He's got he's to gotta shut the van door, and he's slammed it right on his hand. He's then got a cast on his hand, and the production has, like, tried to hide the cast. I, I really want to, like, sort of watch, oh, rewatch the, the, these parts of the movie and try and see if I can see it, because... Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, he was wearing a cast that was painted pink to look like a hand. And uh, uh, apparently it worked. Wow. Apparently it worked. All right. Um, so let's get into production. I have a, uh, I have a list of the, some of the top films, the most notable films from 1993. Um, and I'm just going to read these, read these names, these titles out to you, and you're going to guess which were the most expensive. So we've got, obviously, we've got oh, Super wow. Mario Bros. We've got The Fugitive. The Harrison Ford movie. We've got uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. We've got Groundhog Day, Schindler's List, Mrs. Doubtfire, Cool Runnings, Free Willy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three, Jurassic Park, and The Firm. So, can you just just tell me what do you think like the most expensive movie on this list is? Read it again. Read it again. Okay, we got Mario Bros, The Fugitive, Nightmare Before Christmas, Groundhog Day, Schindler's List, Mrs. Doubtfire, Cool Runnings, Free Willy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three, Jurassic Park, and The Firm. All right, so I would say that um, Schindler's List, being an excellent, excellent film, mm-hmm. has very uh, large casts, mm-hmm. and that that makes films like, you know, that drives the budget way up. Mm-hmm. It's also a great film, so I think it's they're intelligent enough to not use too much money. Mm-hmm. The one I'm going to go with is Jurassic Park, because Jurassic Park... Um, is you know they have the amazing animatronics and 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 it's a Spielberg film. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how successful he was at this stage in his career. I'm pretty sure he was already like revered, and they're just going to be throwing money at that. So I would say yeah. that. Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> no, so you are actually right. Jurassic Park was the most expensive movie oh, in this well, list. Okay. $63 million budget. Um, it made back, I think, over a billion dollars, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> the second most expensive wow. movie on this list is Mario, Mario Bros. Bros. Yeah. $48 million. <laughs> $48 million. Dollars, you know how which much today is, 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 is not that much for a movie, but back then... No. 
back then, yeah. you're, you're getting big names like Nintendo throwing weight behind scenes. Like, that is, like, a big investment for yeah, that company. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so, that it wasn't the monolithic that it is today back then. Like no. it was still like massive, but they have they're throwing a lot of money at this film. Yeah, and and, and, and mean, the the only two Nintendo movies there have been Nintendo licensed movies there have been is Mario Bros and the Detective Pikachu movie. And Detective Pikachu was twenty nineteen. That was one hundred and fifty two million or something. So yeah. you know, taking into account inflation, but yeah, Nintendo they they throw money at their stuff. But until Nintendo then, they also, never had another Nintendo movie. Yes, yeah, and Nintendo yep. also gave these guys full creative license. That's why it is the shit show it is today. Yep. Because they gave them money and they said, "Fucking do whatever." <laughs> and Mario, Mario <laughs> well, came out. No, Mario came out. In, that's what, actually 85? not true. That's oh, not okay. true. All right. Okay. There was apparently a Nintendo executive that made punch ups and made decisions, like told them not to do a couple things when they were drafting and creating this movie. Okay, I Once they got to the stage of production, that's when I think, like, the wheels were just taken off this car and then yeah. it was thrown in a river. Because, yeah. <laughs> because, because like, uh, it was obviously filmed in America. I think that maybe there was, like, one... This is just all speculation now, but maybe there's, like, one person that's from Nintendo on set and mm. the set is just such a riot that this, like, guy is just sitting... I just like to imagine this guy is just sitting there <laughs> watching these, like terrible props like going yes. around and just being yes. like is that like you know a, a, a tissue box with like tubes coming out of it why is there slime <laughs> everywhere what is going on <laughs> it's like it's like they it's like they saw like the original star wars and they because the props in the original star wars were really fun like like they were just like yeah. normal shit that was spray painted and had stuff glued to it they were like let's do the same thing but they just fucked it <laughs> Let's um, let's let's get a, a quote from uh, David L. Snyder, the art director. Okay. Um, he says, "We've designed this film to look like at New York while on some mind-altering drugs," and I think that whoever his his drug dealer is, you know, he he's selling him some trash because this is like the most <laughs> like you can see the glue everywhere movie yes. that I've probably yes. ever seen. You yes. know. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah. on the uh, on the budget, so budget was forty eight million. It made uh, about twenty million back. So colossal oh. failure. Oh um, yeah. So I, I read that and I just dismissed it because I didn't yeah. even want. <laughs> I didn't want. I, I read that before I watched this movie, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I, I don't want that to affect my experience of the movie. Yes, but yeah. but you can very clearly tell that when they didn't have any more money anymore. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they're they just, like, trying to pigeonhole or trying to, like, just make it work. Yeah. Which, you know, so, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was it was headed by the husband and wife duo, which you mentioned yeah. the wife's name before. What was it? Jankel? Yeah, uh, Annabelle Jankel, and Annabelle that's Jankel. not a, that's not a, that's not a friggin' joke. That's not a friggin' joke. Her that's name is Annabelle J- Jankel. <laughs> Rocky Morton is the other one. That's and, a pretty which cool is a, name, actually. Rocky yeah, Morton. which is a name I've heard before. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what he worked on, but it's a name I've heard before. And and yeah, what were you saying about it though? Well, I just uh, I, I'm wondering like, what was the story? How how did this husband and wife end up? producing this movie well or, or like they they had you know that one night <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. and now that i i you know i'm thinking that the fact that they're they're a married couple 
they probably, you know, had some shandies or, or a glass of wine yeah. and, you know, plotted this thing out in, in half a day. <laughs> and and uh, apparently they were, were really alienated, people on the set, and were just, like, just, just terrible. It's interesting. Like, the, the, the parts that I've, like, read on this are pretty scattered because there was a point where I was like, yeah, a lot of this stuff is very interesting, but it's just a little, like... There's just too much. There's there's so much going on that I don't really like. <laughs> a lot of it is not that interesting. Like the whole yeah. casting thing, I, I I read a lot about, and I was like, no, this is not really that interesting. Yeah. I I I'm more worried about, you know, things things like that actually happen in the film that are just just crazy, and that's what I want to talk about. Like, yeah. for example, um, the let's talk more about the. Uh, the CG sequences in this yes. film because I found them to be, you know, I always like to look at films from the perspective of like, if I made this or if my friend made this or if, if it was like an independent film, mm. would this just be, be good? Does the fact that it's like such a big, big, um, important, uh, title like, uh, Super Mario Bros., does that like actually take away from it? And I think in the case of the uh, psychedelic se- sort of sort of CG in this movie, I think yeah. that if this was outside of like being a Super Mario movie, I would find them very entertaining. Yes, I thought so. I also agree. I think that if this movie didn't have the Mario license tied to it, I think it would be um, better. It would be quite different. Yeah, because I yeah. actually really did like. I like the sets. I don't think like. The action and and the storyline, the plot was was quite ridiculous, but it wasn't, you know, I don't know. I, I think the fact that it was tied to Mario um, definitely took away from it because yep. the, one of this the is not a marks, Mario movie. Yeah, exactly. in fact, in fact, yeah. I I've written down the the tagline for this movie on the American release of the of the poster says it all, and the tagline is. This ain't no game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that yes. really says it all. This isn't a game. This is a mediocre movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That has not been done very well. Yeah. But you um, said about the, the, the props, and I, 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 we've touched on this, but I want to go back to it. They're, yeah. just, they're just, like, really great, but yeah. you can see the paint. You can Definitely. see the glue. It's, yeah. just, it's just a click, like, where they didn't try hard enough. And I don't know if that is a budget thing. I don't know if that is just like a time thing, but it, it has I, I so think, much potential. Yeah, and, I think it would be a lot less glaring again if it if we didn't have the expectations of mm, something that was was funded by a company 100%. like Nintendo, right? Like yeah. if it had a more um, like sort of independent, homemade, yeah, independent feel, then I would have been much, much, much more impressed. Yeah, I would have been but, completely been like. Yeah, that's a cool design. It's been yeah. thrown together, but it, it really works. But yeah, it, um, it does not work because yeah, <laughs> because this is I, a Super Mario Bros. movie. I think it, the set of um, the alternate dimension, like city street that they that they spend the most time. Yeah, on, we call that Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton, lovely. I think that is actually quite fun. There are there are yeah. some little bits of it, like and and the costumes too, like the police, the police costumes. The police have um, it says police in like uh, sparkly sequence on their back, which I think is very funny. Um, uh, there's so but, many movies about a dystopia where the police are like like leather 
boys. Yeah, like they're, they're like kind of like gimpy boys. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is maybe the best re- like version of that where yeah. they're just covered in spikes, yeah. these weird like leather spikes. They have glitter on the back and then mm-hmm. they're just... I can't even really fully remember like... Did, were they wearing helmets? What? Yeah, I think they were wearing helmets. And then there was these like weird construction men that um, looked like some <laughs> shit out of Half-Life or something. Yeah. Like, that they, they had to hijack a... They had to hijack a pickup truck that had sparklers on the top. <laughs> That's That was, like, the main thing about this otherwise very normal pickup truck was that, that it had, like, working sparklers that were just spewing sparks on the yep. top corners of it. Which is just, like, that's kind of fun, <laughs> but also, like... Look at what you did with the police cars. Like th- that's when you <laughs> yeah. could really see them having run out of money, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that also like looking at that exact example, they probably hired the truck and then the truck company is like, uh, yeah, please don't cut holes in our vehicle and send them back to <laughs> yes. us. So yes. instead they just literally like, you know, duct taped some sparklers on either side of of the of the truck and said, yeah. you know, called it a day. And, yeah. and there was a lot of calling it a day on this set for example like the the goombas are meant to be like a a nazi sort of ss army sort of vibe (laughs) but (laughs) it's just just terrible just like (laughs) the most like pigeonhole thing like they have eagles on their on their little pal or their their neck and it's just like okay you've made this very obvious what does that have to do with the rest of the universe (laughs) that you've built you know And the, I, I actually I do think the um the Goombas uh, dancing I think that was very funny I love oh, for I sure a lot about that that, that is great. the best scene and in this movie I think yeah yeah that is so, the best scene in this movie because it doesn't make any sense it's perfect like for what the rest of the about, movie is it doesn't make any sense and also the elevator scene or the end the scene? elevator scene yeah the elevator scene the elevator scene because because I also like halfway through the scene I you know, was kind of imagining the fact that these are a bunch of men in costumes with, with like, (laughs) fake arms and also they're all in, like, this, like, weird-sized elevator set thing doing this weird dance. Uh, (laughs) Like, and I was just imagining what it would look like if, like, the the costumes weren't there and it's just a bunch of men doing, like, a very awkward dance, standing with holding their hands up in the air (laughs) while Mario and Luigi, like, run around the back clearly in their view and it's just not, like, just not addressed at all. Yeah, so on that that scene... um Mario and Luigi uh, enter the elevator wearing the thwomp boots or jumper boots, whatever the fuck they are, and then uh, when they leave the elevator, they're just not wearing them. <laughs> oh, just, well, I did not notice them. that. Yeah. Um, there is many scenes where, I mean, throughout the whole movie, their tools and tool belts are just randomly disappearing yep. and appearing again. <laughs> yep. And they address it once or twice. It's just like, like Luigi's like... <laughs> This is one scene where I, I don't know. I think he, he's supposed Plumbers. to be his tools for something, and then he looks down at his belt and it's empty, and he goes, "Ah, oh, my tools are all gone." Because <laughs> he had been hung upside down at that right. stage in the okay. movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's a reason for that bit, but yeah. But you're right. They do like appear and disappear, and mm-hmm. and nothing makes sense. The continuity yeah. in this movie is 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 terrible it's it's alright if you're like a little bit baked and you watch it all the way through but if you go back and watch literally any scene in this movie like if you like go back and rewatch it immediately after watching it it's just a completely different scene because 
every single scene is is got like glaring holes and just like real issues with it like yes. visually prop wise set wise yeah uh continuity wise everything like it's it's yeah. all just like a, a patchwork quilt made of trash <laughs> <laughs> um one one other thing that I did just something that just like stands out like a sore fucking thumb is the bob-omb which is yep. kind of a Chekhov's bob which yep, I found Chekhov's very bob-omb. funny I, to associate I have that, that um, I have that literally written down yeah, as well Chekhov's bob-omb <laughs> yep. um, but uh, the bob has re- <laughs> the bob is Reebok it has Reebok on it on yes of its- I noticed that what too what the fuck is, do they have such... a sponsor deal from Reebok, or I mean, is it just? Have. No, but... they're not. I would. I would not. I would not put them past. Put it past them for whoever made this prop to have just been like, it'd be cool if we put Reebok on the bottom. That's the shoes I got on. He <laughs> and, oh, and and then just done it. I I just I just don't understand because if they did have a product deal with Reebok. <laughs> Such a weird why, place to yeah, put it in. The fuck would they? And the way that it's like shoehorned in, the bob on this <laughs> tiny little thing, which for no reason should we believe that it is able to walk up walls, it walks up walls and then yep. upside down, and it's it's upside down on a grate, and then we see we clearly see the rebox on its its little feet, and then it explodes or something. Like there, there, there's so many lo- <sighs> uh, jumps in logic, but that is a special one where yeah. where this slime king monster thing. The moss that is around the city that is the king mm-hmm. is giving Mario and Luigi, like, you know, That's right. little, little... They give them the bomb. They try to give it to him twice. Yeah. Why is he not, like... If he can produce bombs in these magical mushrooms and stuff, like, why is he not just dropping bombs on, on the building <laughs> that needs to be dropped on? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't well, make any sense. It's a complete jump in... Lo- in, in lo- <laughs> what do you yeah. mean, well? <laughs> what do you... Well, no... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's it's that um, the the king and mushroom thing is just very strange because like it's when the strangest he does thing. get transformed back into um, a human man, he just he just hold on, just I've got the line somewhere here. He, he yeah, he he sits down on his throne. He morphs back into a man wearing a, like a nice kingly robe, and then he yep. sits down and he says, "I'm back. Love those plumbers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. and- this movie is not about him. No one cares no, about it's him. Not. It's Why do they but... dedicate this weird one scene to him where it's yes. just him? It's also like, you know, that sort of thing where at the start of the movie something bad happens and then a person goes away for the rest of the movie and at the end they're revealed to come back again in some way. <laughs> yeah. But we never saw him before this, so there's no payoff. There's no, no payoff yeah. because there's no build-up. It's like, I- I'd never cared that he was a slime. I don't even know what... I don't even really understand why merging the dimensions is necessarily a, a, a terrible thing. It really well, seems like one of these dimensions needs help. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, they do have some serious fucking problems in that dimension. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, the Mushroom King is built up a little bit because we, are, we, <laughs> see, that he, <laughs> we see that he is um, Daisy. We know that he's Daisy's father and we know that there are like... I mean, it's insinuated that he was once in power and that things yep. were once better, which I don't understand why people are so... Well, yeah, it's a it's a convoluted plot. Um, but he is in the same way that um, Scapelli, the, uh, the, the yep. bad the guy mobster. in the real world... Yep. Yeah, the mobster, yeah, is um, in the same way that he is just sort of... He is sort of a villain 
but he's not like the villain. And a monkey. It's just <laughs> he's a monkey. And then when he turns into a monkey, and his henchman picks him up. And it's, oh, it's very funny. It's uh, when very, I, very funny. When I started, I, I made the note like '80s, '90s rich movie asshole Scapelli. Yeah, Scapelli yeah. is spelt wrong, of course, but yeah. but I was like, oh, we've got our villain, we've got our guy, but then he becomes immediately in, in, <laughs> inconsequential. Yes, which yeah. makes it's another thing, like another weird payoff where there's no, it's not really paying anything off where he turns into the monkey. Yeah. Like, that's meant to be, like, you know, they've, they've, they've successfully, uh, successfully, successfully, uh, beat the man. He, they beat him, but he hasn't yeah. been the man for the, he makes, like, one, like, horrible threat at the beginning, which was kind of, like, rapey and, and that's just funny. terrible. And, yeah. and, and then, and then he, he gets his comeuppance, you know, at the end of the film. And it's like, what is he getting this comeuppance for? I, we haven't been focused on this guy like whatsoever and he's yeah. like he, that, that, that is like probably the most scarring thing to happen to any anyone in this movie being turned <laughs> into a, to a monkey like literally all those people around there I want to get to this like the PTSD aspect of this movie that that is just like so many things not addressed the people around him are probably going to be like scarred for years because they saw a man get, get turned into a monkey and they <laughs> saw like people flash and when the dimensions merge, they saw these, like, people flash into existence and then disappear yeah. again. Like, there's going to be, yeah. like, a lot of, you know, therapy bills that are, yeah. are getting paid after this, <laughs> after the experiences that happen in this movie. Yeah, yeah I, I find it quite interesting that, um, as I was saying before, Hollywood Pictures was, was a um, subsidiary of Walt Disney and they were they were meant to produce more like sort of more adult films not adult adult but like they did yeah. um, I mean I had a look at the filmography of Hollywood Pictures and it's just all fucking garbage absolute garbage the only two noteworthy ones are Mario Bros and um, The Sixth Sense which is you know that's not a bad movie um, well it's not a great movie um, but uh, yeah so this this movie was meant to be a sort of like I guess like a sort of more dark take on on Mario Bros, but it, it's it's I don't know I don't want to call it a dark comedy, but it is dark and it is also comedic, you know. But it's not. I I mean this movie isn't comedic mostly because there's great comedic writing. It's a gritty. It's, it's gritty. Yeah, it is. It is kind of gritty, but it's also like I don't know. Yeah, the it, I don't think it really is gritty because like there's not. Like, when you think of a gritty reboot of something, you think of there being, like, violence and, wow. like, dealing with more mature themes. And, I mean, this movie, you know, it kind of it kind of scratches at that with, like, talking about, like, almost talking about, like, classism and uh, fascism. Fascism. Like, it does, but it doesn't really. And it doesn't make any fucking no. statement about that. It, just it doesn't. Seems like everything should stay the same. <laughs> you, you just you just know that the the directors and the and the writers of this movie what like read a couple books that, you know, they read you know Animal Farm. They read like nineteen uh, nineteen eighty four. They they read all these like books and that and they have like in their hearts like they want to address these issues and they want to do it through their art. But yeah. it said it said that it's basically just like them playing with Legos. Is is, is yeah. there? It's just not. It, it really doesn't get to the heart of anything. The honestly, the the most like 
you know, the biggest blow there is in this film to the fascist system is is when the the two goons, one of them is like, fascist <laughs> at, 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 <laughs> at the King Cooper. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, man. You, 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 you know, rage against the system, bruh. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's not good at all. Like that aspect no. of this movie is 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 so pigeon is so thumbed in that yeah. it, it just doesn't even deserve to be in the movie. Honestly, like if they had a lost like, that, I, I would very much like to see a um a take on Super Mario Bros. that actually uh, hones in on fascism and goes yeah, like like for a sure. reboot that goes like real serious and real literal with all of the politics of Mario. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> be, for sure, and funny. I think that would be great. I think that would be great if you have this like tyrannical version of 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 Bowser. Yeah. Who who, who why is why is why is the main villain I, not Bowser? I don't why know. is I he don't King know. Goomba? Why It's King Cooper. King, yeah, yeah, but he's the king of the Goombas. Well, yeah. Why he, is yeah, he not just I don't know. Bowser? I, I have no answers. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really don't so, know. So, uh, before we wrap up, just uh one of the great uh one of the great things to come out of this movie was the fact that Mario and Luigi both have to explain that their last names are Mario. (laughs) (laughs) And when the movie finished, so after this movie finished, my housemate who was watching it with me, she'd been on her laptop the whole movie, (laughs) and then she looks up at me as the credits are rolling, and she says, wait, so their last names are Mario? Credit her, credit her. That's Kaylee, my housemate. Kaylee, yeah. Yeah, she looks up at me and she says, wait, so their last names are Mario? (laughs) And I was like, dude, that's what you took from this movie, but honestly, <laughs> that is a very but, productive thing for the Mario canon. Is the fact but that's always that the been the thing. Name, that has that been a thing before this movie? Uh, that's always been a thing that but has their last names are Mario. Thing? Yeah, in games, it's like Mario, Mario. You know, Luigi, okay. Mario. This might be uh, the first time, but I remember from my whole childhood that was always like the funny thing that one of them's name is Mario, Mario, and the other one's Luigi, Mario. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah. but one thing before we go again, um, one thing I wanted to address was that isn't about the film; it's about production. Is the onset drinking, which we already touched on. Yes. But here is two things that I I or I guess one thing uh, that I found very interesting. Um, I read that uh, I haven't got it written down. I should have written it down. But basically, in the bit where they're sliding down the pipe. <laughs> Yes, apparently oh, yeah, because someone is drunk. Yeah, the, on the yeah, mattress, yeah. Yeah. Th- there was a crash, and and someone like broke their leg or, or something, and and, oh. and people hit their heads, and 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 they were all alright. Really? But in in his 2007 autobiography, John Leguizamo states that he and Bob Hoskins hated working on the film and frequently would get drunk to make it through the experience. Oh, Both men God. apparently knew. Uh, the movie would turn out bad so they simply tried to make the best of it he also stated that the biggest reasons that this movie turned out the way it did is because the directors wanted a more adult movie uh, while the studio considered the source material was looking for a fun children's film yeah. which I think really suds up other than the it, it ain't no game line I think that yeah. really <laughs> really sums up the issues with this movie but overall in my opinion this movie does not deserve the hate it gets because it's trying its best. It completely misses the mark, but <laughs> while missing the mark, it also hits a different mark, which is just a, a great movie to make fun of and and talk about because Absolutely. it is just 
just full of ridiculousness yeah. ridiculousness in in the best like bad movie way possible yeah I, yeah. I love this movie I, I think it's if I was I would rate it as a perfect film in the <laughs> sense that that it's a perfect bad film <laughs> it's yeah, so it good is, at being bad it is fantastic um, oh, oh one I, thing before we go again yeah, sorry yeah. I keep covering you off but no just keep doing this another, another quote another quote was from Mario Mario he says about his wife I promised to take her to Wrestlemania and then there's like a <laughs> pause yeah and there's like a pause and I'm like oh wow that is the most 90s weird <laughs> joke ever I know alright yeah Ra- and let's I, wrap it up I, yes alright um Thank you very much for joining me and us and uh, yep. here. Um, this was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun watching and talking about this movie. Um, we are planning to do um, another movie soon. Are we should we should we let them know what we're doing next? Yeah, we, we, we the basic idea that we have so far is that this is a pilot. Yep, and that uh, we're going to pick. Uh, film each each week mm-hmm. uh, w- each of us so we'll take it in turns um, the next film that we have slated to do is uh, well it's two films it's uh, Kill Bill 1 and 2 yes um, and I think that this is like brilliant because we've always talked about films together mm-hmm. and we've always and in fact like some of our earliest memories together are you coming over to my house and us like watching films off the IMDb, IMDb yeah, w- the top, top 100 IMDb. film list, yep. Yep. which I was going through at the time. Yep. And yeah, I think that we'll be able to, I really enjoy like showing people a film <laughs> and I want to make this like as broad as possible. I think that we'll probably even do like short films or, and we'll do like, you know, foreign films. We'll do, mm-hmm. you know, surrealistic, uh, just really crazy films. And I, I think that um, Super Mario Bros. is the perfect starting point because it's so, like, lighthearted and, and stuff. But yeah. I'm excited for it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. All right. That's all I have to say. Fantastic. Um, we are both on social medias. Uh, I don't feel that we need to plug them yet because we haven't nope. got an established one for the podcast. But uh, We also we don't have any audience later. whatsoever. That's right. I'm sure <laughs> mum will listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll send it to my friends. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, John. Cool. Thank you. And uh, ready? We are. Uh, we out. Bye.